You're listening to the following program on TFN Audio from the Fantasy Network, where independent creators and fans of fantasy, sci-fi, horror, and gaming meet to create, stream, and support the shows that they love. Creator-distributed, fan-supported, that's TFN. Find this and many more great programs at watch.thefantasy.network slash audio. Incredible. Will you not take a little bread and wine, Master? You've been down here for so long. I know, but it has been worth it. What have you found, Master? If I have correctly translated these parchments, the true king shall soon come forth. A ruler that will bring peace and harmony to our land. Zounds! It says he will arrive unrecognized, but will perform feats that reveal him to be the true ruler of this kingdom. And what will his name be? Clive. Finally! After all this time, we at last know his name. What must we do now, Master? Well, you said you have some wine? Yes. Let's get wasted, then. The sword that explodes? All right, Clive. Let's just go over this one more time. You're just pretending to be the king. Understand? Absolutely. Why? Because the actual king is such an utter bastard, practically the entire realm has chipped in for an assassin to see him off. And, more importantly, this is your chance to finally show the world that you're no longer a brutish barbarian, but are, in actual fact, the highly sophisticated gentleman you've been striving to become all this time. That's true. I do feel fancy in these robes. It's a bit tricky balancing this crown on my gigantic head, though. Die, you utter bastard! Excellent, excellent. Best five sacks of other people's gold quids I've ever spent. Right, hand over my royal garments. No. Excuse me? No. I think you're a dickhead. So I'm the king now. What did I say literally two minutes ago? Guards, seize them and execute them. I don't mind in which order. You can use your own initiative. That sounded pretty king-like, didn't it? I'm a natural. I am so hungover. Perhaps rubbing these soothing leaves on the forehead may ease your distress, Master. Leaves. Really, that's all you've got. We are druids, Master. It's basically nature or nothing. Oh, I thought being a druid would be all ayahuasca and woodland orgies, not sackcloth and beards. Why are you so chirpy anyway? What are you doing? Preparing the wagon, Master. Why? Don't you remember, Master? Remember what? Also, stop calling me Master all the time. It sounds like some weird sex thing. 
Sorry, Ma. Ian. Last night when you kept saying over and over and over again how, come first light, we must load up the wagon and seek out this Clive to reveal to him the prophecy as it has revealed itself to you. I see. Yes, and how it must then be proclaimed far and wide throughout the land, and also that on the way we should take a detour to your ex-wife's house and get all your stuff back. You were very insistent about that last part. Oh, God. Okay, well, let's get going. Our destination is many leagues from here. Of course. Is that a great distance, then? Fuck knows. At least Clive didn't have us executed in the end. Fortunately, he declared right in the nick of time that he didn't want to become that type of kid, you know, a dickhead. Still had us hung up by our wrists in this dungeon, though, didn't he? The big dickhead. I know. My shoulders are smarting more than a little bit, let me tell you. And after all we've done for him as well. Yeah. Although, if you actually think about it, what have we really done for him? We've helped him along the path to civility for one. If he was with the barbarians, he'd still be committing mass murder on an industrial scale. How many people has he killed since we met him? Well, uh, admittedly a lot. Probably the population of a small village. Nevertheless, I stand by it and he's an ungrateful bastard. Let's see who we have here then. A lady in charge of a dungeon. What a novel concept. How should I address you? Torturess, perhaps? No, you can call me torturer, same as everyone else. Delighted to make your acquaintance. I only wish we could have met under better circumstances. Perhaps if you loosen these chains a little, those circumstances might... Oh, right in the bollocks. Yeah, right in the fucking bollocks. I managed to break the glass ceiling in this, as you quite astutely pointed out, overwhelmingly male-dominated profession by breaking the bones of patronising males like you better than anyone else around here. I'd bear that in mind going forward. You mean in the future? Oh. Yeah, you go, sister. Oh. Oh. Right, so I'll shut up then. I take great pride in being an equal opportunities torturer. Basically, I'll clobber anything. So, what's this new king like? Hope he's better than the last one. He kept me pretty busy, which was nice, but he was a bit of a twat, if I'm honest. Isn't that right, mate? This is a bloody outrage. Excuse me, I'm not 100% sure, but I think I may have heard somebody whistling a happy tune outside. What? A bit of torture will sort them right out. Stay right there, you lot. Oh, right. Oh, what am I like? <laughs> okay, Lee, now's our chance. Have you a potion of escaping or something? Don't be stupid, Roger. There's no such thing as a potion of escaping. Do you think I just make these things up? Fine. I guess I'll just have to do it the old-fashioned roguish way. Ah! 
Were you trying to dislocate your thumbs to escape? Ah! Yes. But it's gone wrong. Horribly, horribly wrong. I think they're broken. Actually, yes, they're, they're definitely broken. You idiot. Help me. Well, it just so happens they have a deus ex machina potion. Guaranteed to get you out of any situation, no matter how hopeless it seems. I was saving it for when we were really in trouble, as it's the only one in existence. Because it's so powerful? Because I forgot to write down the ingredients. Unfortunate. What if the person who created this elixir, though? Could they not make more? Oh, a tragic tale, I'm afraid. Known as a reclusive genius in alchemist circles, he agreed to share this piece of unique knowledge just once, and even then only after I had presented him with the most sacred of treasures. A two-for-one voucher for mead at the posh tavern up the road. People actually drink that stuff? I know. I was going to chuck it out. Glad I didn't. Anyway, immediately after handing me the all-powerful potion he had just brewed, he collapsed and died from sheer exhaustion on account of the great effort it took to hand me the all-powerful potion he had just brewed. He was very, very old. Terrible. However, do you think we can move things along a bit? I know I'm putting on a brave face, but I'm actually in excruciating pain. You're always moaning about something. I've broken my thumbs! Pipe down. I need to concentrate. What happens now, then? You know, I'm not entirely sure. Sounds like Clyde's lumbering around for some reason, though. That lumbering is loosening our chains attached to the ceiling. That's... lucky? No, for two reasons. Ah, yes, the potion. But what's the other? Ah! This balm of thumbs should help soothe your pain. Right, let's scarper. Oi, what about me? Actually, what about him, Lily? Come off it, Roger. He's an utter arsehole. Let's just leave him. I really wasn't keen on taking this job in the first place. I only agreed because we so desperately needed the money. Which we still do, and which we won't get if Clive's king. Look, we don't have time to argue. Bring him with us and we'll work something out once we find a place to lay low. Are you all right, Ian? Ah, <laughs> uh, fine. I just get a little cart sick, that's all. These mountain paths are very bumpy. We'll be on our way again soon enough. So nothing to do with the booze? <laughs> Hardly. <laughs> How dare you vomit in my ear shot? Wow. It's a great... Hang on, are you a dragon or a wyvern? I'm never altogether sure. I'm a wyvern, mate. What's the difference again? The difference is that wyverns are brilliant and dragons are a bunch of dickheads. I was expecting the distinction to be more technical than that. I was expecting you to fuck right off. Ian, use your mighty druid powers to scare it off. Uh, uh, go back to your nest. Go back to your nest. By the laws of nature, I command you to go back to your nest. It's my nest that you've been throwing up in, pal. My husband's down there, covered in vomit, thanks to you. 
What are you gonna do about it? Say sorry and be on our way. Try again. Climb down and clean it all up, and then be on our way? Much better. There's a sponge and a bucket over there. Why do you own a sponge and bucket? What possible use could you have for a sponge and bucket? Never you mind. Just get on with it. I'll make sure you clean my husband properly. Really get in there under the wings. He'll love that. Uh, okay. Bit weird. What are you going to do? Watch. How's it looking out there, Roger? Bad news, I'm afraid. What is it? Clive's doing a great job as the new king. The people love him. No! Afraid so, old chap. They keep using words like fair, ah, just, and equitable. <coughs> He's even managed to introduce democratic elections somehow. I'm ruined. The realm is ruined. I'm ruined. It's not a great outcome for us either, mate. I need Clive to help me gather my potion ingredients. And to protect me when my roguing goes awry. Plus, I've grown quite fond of the big lug. There's no way Clive came up with all that stuff on his own, though. It'll be my bloody nephew that's advising him. Ever since he came back from university, he's been trying to convince me to implement all sorts of wild ideas. They need to crack down on those places. Bloody dangerous, some of the stuff they come out with. I propose a temporary alliance, then. We could work together to bring down Clive's honourable new regime and get you back to where you belong. Terrorising the population and accumulating gold quids in the most corrupt ways possible. How about it? Okay, I suppose that sounds like the best course of action under the current circumstances. Hang on! I am not helping this twat exploit his subjects any longer. You've done plenty of questionable things since we met, Lily, but now you suddenly decide to grow a conscience? There's a line, Roger. And re-establishing an oppressive, monarchic dictatorship is very much the wrong side of it. Well, regardless, this chapel needs some sort of disguise if we are to move around unnoticed. His subjects really hate him. We can agree on that at least. I have just the thing. Here, drink this potion of transforming. What the fuck? Hmm. Well, that didn't turn out as I hoped. No shit! You've turned me into a chest of drawers! <laughs> the drawers open and shut when he talks. Delightful. I'm glad you're so amused, Roger, as we're now going to have to carry him around. Bah. Well, I suppose we can at least pass ourselves off as removal persons. My head! Or my knee? Roger! Sorry, he's really heavy. Can I help? You can, by not sticking your big nose in where it's not wanted. Hey, it's genetic, you know. They're really getting into this election thing. Look how many posters of Clive there are around. Oh, look at his big, uncomplicated face. So, Your Highness... I have a plan that I believe will bring about resolution to everyone's satisfaction. 
However, I need you to pretend that you have seen the error of your previous ways and are now a reformed character. Just go along with it. I don't have much fucking choice, do I? Lily, I've suddenly had a thought. What if we run the former king here as a candidate against Clive in the election? That way, if he wins, it will be because the people want him back in charge. Surely that would be a good thing, no? And he promises to be a better ruler from now on. It's true. I have seen the error of my previous ways, and now I'm a reformed character. I will rule in a manner that is fair and just. Bollocks. Now hang on. And nobody's going to vote for a chest of drawers. Aha. That's where you're wrong. As long as you campaign solely on emotion and shout loudly and angrily enough, people will vote for anything as long as you're sufficiently vague about it. So you're a political campaign manager now, are you? You really are a shape-shifting creep. I wish. Think of all the loot I could purloin if I were a shapeshifter. Honestly, sometimes... I'm off to find Clive. What if he throws you in the dungeon again? At this point, I'm more than willing to take that chance. How are you feeling, Ian? Still nauseous, for an entirely different reason now. We're druids. We have a duty to care for all beasts. I'm sorry, but that was definitely stretching the definition of caring for beasts. I think I see a castle in the distance. A castle? That's no use to us. They'll have a king already, won't they? Suppose so. Let's ask that strange, enigmatic horseman. Worth a go. Hey, hello there, strange, enigmatic horseman. Finally! Someone who understands the look I'm going for. What can I do for you? Have you come from yonder castle? Yeah, and I won't be going back there. Those fools kept on calling me a shadowy rider or some bollocks. And do they already have a king? Well, at the moment it's King Clive, but they're... King Clive! So it is true. Yeah, but they're holding an election. An election? We must stop this travesty. Let us make haste. Don't spare the horses. <coughs> Hang on a minute. Ooh, I am very keen on the horses being spared, actually. Great. Now the horses talk as well. By my mastery of nature and things that are both beastly and beast-like, I command you to continue trotting gently towards our destination. Fuck off! We're not going anywhere. Pfft, certainly not by your command. We've had enough of pulling you two around for many leagues, <laughs> which is bloody far. I think. Yeah, we've been chatting and it's quite nice round here, so we decided to stay put. Hey, I heard a great joke the other week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, a man walks into a horse pub and asks for a pint of hay. The bar horse says, OK, but why the short face? I don't get it. It's subversive, isn't it? Your reign is going wonderfully, Your Majesty. Thanks. I'm really sticking it to my uncle. Your Majesty, may I have one of your campaign posters to put in the window of my armoury? Of course you can. 
but there won't be a need for an army much longer because there will be peace in the land. And then you can make it into a bakery instead. Um, well, I'll, I'll have a think about that. I'm really enjoying this whole overhauling the kingdom thing and the democratic election will be the most important part of it. Complete contrast to my old life as a barbarian. Clive, are you really ready for this? Absolutely. So when is polling day then? Today! Uh, no, it's on Thursday, Your Majesty. Uh, I thought you said we should radicalise the whole system as soon as possible. Yeah, on the soonest Thursday possible. You can't go totally apeshit. Well, during the next few days while Clive is definitely still the king, how about addressing the way the role of court alchemist is delineated? That sounds like an unwelcome distraction to me. I'm only trying to flush out your uncle's outmoded concept of science. Ah, excellent point. Alchemy was woefully neglected under his rule. I think it's vital that unlimited resources be granted to this exciting new field of research. Righto. Anyway, the list of candidates is ready. It's an excellent list. It represents all walks of society. I'm not sure the wraith whose very touch is death will be all that popular, will he? Oh, come on, Lily. You have so little faith in people. Vote talking chest of drawers. Tyrant king for non-tyrant king. There you go, sir. Thank you very much. Take two. Take one for your wife. Take one for your mistress. Card read? Fantastic. Find some who can, then they'll tell you all about it. I think we're gradually winning them over. Gradually is no good. The election is tomorrow. Ah, but I haven't whipped out my secret weapon yet. Well, why the hell not? When were you intending to whip it out? I needed to wait for you to get a little, shall we say, hungrier. Hungrier? More desperate, you mean. You wouldn't be entirely on board with my idea otherwise. Look, if there's any form of dishonesty or cheating, I would have been on board straight away. You want to rig this election? Rig on. I, I realise all of that, but there is no need for dishonesty when you are a talking chest of drawers. Is there not? I tell you, just try dancing a bit in front of that couple over there. Dancing? I don't do dancing. Try it, though. Just wobble your legs a bit and cheerfully announce yourself. Also, say something disparaging about Clive. Like what? He's the most popular ruler this kingdom has ever seen. Just make it up. It doesn't have to be true. Oh, very well. Good afternoon, sir, madam. How are you today? I'm the talking chest of drawers. So you are. Will you vote for me tomorrow? Uh, well, we're not quite sure which way we're going. Look how my drawers slide in and out. Also, that Clive's a bit of an ass, isn't he? I'm lots of fun. Yeah. Can I count on your vote? Yeah, you can. None of the other candidates are as much fun as you. Good day, sir. You see, the secret is to play to your strengths. And your greatest strength now is being an all-singing, all-dancing, all-lying item of novelty furniture. Look, here comes someone else. Do your thing. Are you sure we can't just rig the election instead? This is going to be fucking knackering.
My feet are killing from walking so far, stupid bloody horses. And whose ridiculous idea was it to make druids barefoot by law? These castles are actually pretty hideous when you get up close. Yeah, money doesn't buy taste, does it? Listen, when we get inside there, you'd better go back to calling me master. It'll reflect the solemnity of the situation. Who goes there? We have come with a message of hope and benevolence. Well, everyone's a bit busy at the moment with the election results. But that's all the more reason we must enter before the true king is cruelly deposed. Eddie? Yeah? These two say they must enter before the true king is cruelly deposed. Yeah, whatever. As long as you give him a wristband. The total number of votes that have been given to each candidate is as follows. Wraith, whose very touch is death, one vote. Bollocks to the lot of you. Talking chest of drawers, 367 votes. Clive, 368 votes. What? Toby, the slime creature, 369 votes. What? I hereby declare Toby the Slime Creature our new king. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. But, but I was bringing peace and justice. I abolished the practice of killing every firstborn baby with an axe and having their blood brought to the king for him to have as a kind of soup. Yeah, well, people thought you were a bit extreme. I have pledged that I will only kill half of the firstborn babies with an axe and have their blood brought to me to have as a kind of a soup. That's what people want. They respect moderation, you see. Long Tongue, you're fired. You're no longer my campaign manager. Well, yes. The election is over, your ex-majesty. Don't you talk like that to me! Guards! Uh, 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 oh. Come on, guys, let's get out of here. Wait! Sorry, excuse me. Out of the way, sorry. Shift, will you? <clears throat> My name is Ian the Druid. You've sort of undermined me not calling you Ian there. And I have travelled many leagues. Is that far, then? It fucking is, it turns out. I'm knackered. Anyway, we have endured many hardships, including some I never want to speak of again, to proclaim to all gathered here in this place that the ancient prophecy has revealed Clive to be the one true king! What? I suspected there might be some scepticism, so I brought the prophecy with me. Give me a sec. Okay, where is it? Let's see. Bright light to the west. Da, 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 da. Plague of weasels. Blah, blah. Drunken babies fighting in the streets. Age of prosperity. Aha! Here we are. Oh, shit. What? Never mind. Never mind, everyone. Forget I said anything. What? What is it? Seems I uh, translated the prophecy uh, incorrectly. It actually says Clive will be this week's one true king. Fucking hell, Ian, you really are absolutely fucking useless. The only reason I stick around is because druids get a great pension. Yeah, uh, actually, I was meaning to talk to you about the pension. Oh, no. 
I mean, where do you think all the wine comes from? It's not like I have any real income. Enough of this frippery. I hereby banish you halfway out of the kingdom. Yeah, go on, get lost. Excellent decision, sire. Very decisive. You know, I could help... Silence! You will live in the corner of my bedroom, where I will fill you with socks. Guards, take him indoors. So, Clive, how did you find your first taste of politics? I didn't like it. I didn't really understand it. I think that's the point. What about being a king, though? That must have been a pretty exciting new experience. Not really. It was just confusing. You're supposed to be in charge and tell people what to do, but really, it's just you being told what to do by lots of other people. Still, another step further from your barbarian roots, eh? At least with the barbarians, if you wanted someone's job, you just smashed them over the head with your big club. And the only enemies you had were the ones three feet in front of you. I preferred that system, to be honest. It was a lot more straightforward. Indeed. Also, we never got paid for the original job, so we're still skint. Not if we nip by the treasury on the way out, we won't be. This invoice entitles me to pick up my enormous alchemy budget. Excellent work! And there was me thinking this entire experience had been a huge waste of time all round. The sword that explodes was created and written by Ollie Olsop and Nick Briggs. It starred Joel Barron as Roger, Gillian Horgan as Lily, Steve Kent as Clive, and special guest Tom Crowley as Ian the Druid. Also starring Holly Gillanders, Keith Quinn, Kevin Watkins, and Elise White. It was directed and produced by Keith Quinn, Nick Weeks, and Ollie Olsop. The theme music was composed and performed by Stefan Ingalls, and the ambient sounds were supplied by Michael Gelfi. I enjoyed about half of it. Of all the realms they could have found, this was the most malevolent. For beyond the border of despair stand the gates of Eridol. These are the Chronicles of Eridol, a happy-go-lucky and good ham production. Anyone there? Ah, Charlie. Cassie. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Now appearing on TFN Audio from the Fantasy Network.